Yeah, I mean, get serious, Deliverant. You're the only one around here who wants to be a cab driver. That's right, you're the only one around here that wants to be a cab driver. No, I don't. I want to own my own cab company, but I gotta start someplace. Hey, man, you're dreaming. You're the one that's dreaming all the time about your big break. Well, you ever think that your break might be right here, huh? Huh? So, the story I'm about to share is true. None of the names have been changed to protect the innocent because, quite frankly, there aren't any innocents in this story. And there never are in my stories. Everyone's guilty as charged. So, regular listeners know I was a, uh, a cab driver for about three years back in the day. This is starting about 25, well, over 25 years ago now because I'm old, old and tired. But I, I, you know, I had several interesting uh, experiences during that time frame. Some of which I am happy to share with you here on my podcast about delivery driving, which is kind of parallel to picking people up, just food and other substances versus bodies. So in this particular story, I um, I started off picking a gentleman up from a bank downtown in the city I was delivering, sorry, a driving cabin. And uh, he wanted to go shopping. So I took him to the mall across the river and deposited him there. This is early afternoon and uh, went on about my business. We talked a little bit on the way over about nothing consequential because I don't really remember it and uh, figured I'd, I'd probably never see him again. Well, something must have, you know, rang his bell, so to speak, because he requested me to come pick him up later on after he's done with his shopping, like three hours later. So I drove back and got to the mall and pulled up next to a curb where there were about 10 bags of uh, merchandise that uh, this fellow had bought during the course of his shopping. He was also out there with the merchandise and accompanied by two store managers. Um, and they all kind of had worried looks on their faces. I'm not sure why they were worried at that point, uh, but they were kind of going back and forth, looking at each other, talking animatedly, and there seemed to be some kind of a problem. I don't know at that point what it was. If it was, you know, you needed a refund or, you know, needed more stuff or whatever. But I got out of my cab and I popped the trunk and proceeded to load the bags in. Bag after bag after bag. Clothes, gugas, all sorts of stuff. Anyway, while I was doing that, my fare went back into the store with, uh, with the managers, disappeared. So I was left there to load all the bags up myself. So I got to about the sixth or seventh bag and I happened to look down in it and I noticed this envelope, like the kind that you see from a bank, you know, that has deposit money in it. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, that's interesting. At this point, I'd ascertained that this gentleman had thought that he lost his money, that he'd gotten out of the bank when I first picked him up a few hours earlier. So I, I picked up the envelope envelope and I looked through it and uh, turned out there was $10,000 in, in $100 bills. So a pretty nice uh, chunk of change. I thought, ah, oh, okay, well, this is what the guy's missing. So I put it in my pocket, loaded up the rest of the bags, 
shut the trunk, and then just waited in the front seat for him to reappear. So maybe 10 minutes later at the most, he came back out and he was despondent, but he wasn't like up in arms. You know, if this had been me in this situation, I would have been fucking freaked out. I, I would have been tearing my hair out, running around in circles, screaming, crying, yelling, carrying on. $10,000, nothing to be sneezed at. So I don't know how this guy came by the money, if there was some kind of settlement or something. I doubt that he earned it. Maybe it was an inheritance. You know, it wasn't something that I think he was, um, you know, counting on in a certain way. It was just kind of a windfall. That's what it seemed like to me. He, you know, he was a youngish guy, maybe he's late 20s, early 30s. Didn't look particularly wealthy. You know, just kind of a nondescript fellow, white guy single seemed like uh so anyway so he he just you know opens the door and just kind of drops down in the back seat and he's all despondent and, and i say well did you did you did you find what you're looking for and he just kind of sighs no i didn't and i said well what what happened what did you lose and he said well I, you know i lost all my money i lost i, I had ten thousand dollars and I, I lost it and I said, actually, you didn't. And I took the money out of my pocket and I just handed it back to him over the seat, over my shoulder. And he, and I could see in the, because <laughs> I was looking at him in the rearview mirror, I could see in his face, he had this look of like astonishment mixed with surprise, mixed with shock, mixed with disbelief, mixed with gratitude. And he, and he took the envelope and he, you know, looked through it, counted it, and it was all there because I didn't take anything. And he was like, no way, I can't believe he just gave that to me. I said, well, it's your money. And so he said, you know what? And he counted through it, one, two, three, four. He counted out 10 of those $100 bills and he handed it to me right away over the seat. And he said, I want you to have this. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, you don't have to. He's like, no, no, you deserve this. So he, he just gave me a thousand bucks right there. Best tip I ever got in my life. And so, uh, so I took him to his next location. I don't know what it was, like maybe an apartment or something with all this stuff or a hotel room sounds more like, cause I think he was from Southern part of the state. And, and that was it, never saw him again. And I told this story to one of my fellow cabbies and he didn't believe me. So I said, okay, well meet me over here and I'll prove it to you. So he drove over and we got out of the cab and I said, here's the money. And just to show that I'm a good guy, here's a hundred bucks. I gave him a hundred bucks and he was more than happy to receive it. So. I don't know if there's a moral to the story, probably not, because it's not like this is the most honest thing I've ever done, but it just seemed like the right thing to do with this guy and in the situation, I, you know, I, I had plenty of other fares in my cab who were obnoxious to me or rude or just fucked up in some way and a pain in the ass that I couldn't wait to get out of my cab who left things in the cab, rings, money, your wallet, objects, other stuff. And those things I just kept because I didn't like the person and I, I wanted them to suffer a little bit, you know, cause that's what it's like driving cab. But this guy, I did not, I did not. That's a lot of karma, 10,000 bucks. So anyway, just another uh, cab driver story from the crypt. That's it, Deliverant, I quit. That's the third time I've been ripped off by the same punk and I'm not having it no more. You can't quit on me. Listen, you're the only good cab driver I got. Watch me. Now wait.
I don't work for you. No way. I work for some punk in a ski mask. I'm going over to Emerald Cab and drive for them. You're not. Hey, you're not, you're not going to be happy at Emerald. You know it. I don't deserve to be this happy. I'm going to Emerald where nobody gets robbed because they know how to pay off the cops. All right, but listen to me, will you? I got... No, wait. No, wait now. Come on. Now you got to listen to me. Listen, you can't leave now, okay? I got an idea. I got something I think is going to make this taxi company finally start the work. You can't leave now. Listen, Deliverant, I like you, all right? And I tried to stick it out here. But you ain't got no taxi company. No, that's what I... You have an asylum, all right? I mean, you got this animal magnetism. You attract animals. Hey there. Thank you for listening to the Deliverance podcast. If you appreciate what you've just heard, I hope you'll consider supporting my podcast with a financial contribution. It's easy to do and can be in any amount from a dollar to $50. And you can subscribe or just tip the show one time, whatever works for you. To leave your donation, just follow the link here on my podcast page to my Pinecast podcast account, or find me on the internet at the Deliverance Podcast on Pinecast.com. Thanks so much again, and happy trails.